Well, we're not gonna. Oh, we're, we're not, not online. We don't put the pearl. We just. Why are you gonna put the pearl on? That'd be lit. Instead of like intro theme music, I think your prayer should be like, like your theme song. Wouldn't that be lit? Like you come up with like a, a prayer. Welcome back to the crossing conversation. I'm Brian. Oh my cup. <laughs> and I'm Devin. It gets longer every time. <laughs> oh, we're gonna introduce you. Yeah. Oh, you have to introduce me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh. Are you ready for the introduction? Yeah. It's Kai, everybody. It's Kai. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> you a, a, a roadcaster pro, so you can put the. Um, nah, we ain't doing all that. You put the claps and stuff in the pad. <laughs> No, nah, we don't uh, do that. We make our own sound effects. <laughs> Echo that three times. <laughs> Echo that three times. Three In times, post. Three times. Three times. Three times. Three times. Three times. Three times. So, Kai. Huh? We, we like to, you know, a little icebreaker, I guess. Okay. It's just. Is this like live? It's not live, but it'll be, okay. it'll be live on Thursday. All right. <laughs> Ain't nobody here, it's just us. And I'm talking to y'all for hours before. Like, you'll be all right. Why am I so nervous? It's okay. I don't know. Okay. Icebreaker. Maybe you just want to make sure you don't say anything inappropriate. But it'll be all right. You gotta tell the truth. That's okay. You get a free token. It's uh shame the devil. Tell the truth. That's what they tell us to do. But in a wholesome manner. True. Very true. But how did you, what was your first interaction like between me and Devin? Between the both of you together or separately? No, so, so you, could do, you could do both. You could do separately and together. I met Dev as the tech guy at a school we all used to work at. I'm not sure if he, does he, do you, you work there still? No. Yeah, I met him as a tech guy, right? He was, a, he was the IT guy. He was the, um... Yeah, he's the one that showed me how to do certain things with the MacBook and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how I met there. Right? And then I met you. Indian tech support, baby. Yeah, I met you. <laughs> I met you. You were doing, I think you were doing sound at, um, what's the name of that church again? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't shade, though. I'm so serious. But um, yeah, he was doing sound with Shane. I'll make it better. Mm-hmm. He was doing sound with Shane. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's when I met you. And then like two, three years down the line, we started like working together. And that's when I met him. When I found out I was working with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This was after I was a a, a daycare teacher. A daycare teacher. Yeah, bro. I worked at this spot. I'm not gonna say no names. You feel me? But you know. <laughs> It was like a before and after care type vibe. Okay. But it still felt more like a daycare. It's not the Boys and Girls Club, by the way, either. Because some of y'all are like, oh, you want to the Boys and Girls Club? No. I'm not talking about the Boys and Girls Club. But it's, they, this organization tries to run their organization like the Boys and Girls Club, and it fails every time. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> CP. That's the, uh, those are the first two. Yeah. CP. Yep. I'm not gonna say the full. Cheese pizza. He's talking about cheese pizza. Talk about cheese pizza. 
cheese pizza? Cheese you gotta pizza. be careful saying What's your CP. Fi- what? what? Oh, <laughs> you gotta be careful saying that. What? Color people? I can't say that. Well, 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 if you want to be honest with you, I say, um, I don't say like our 60 and up crew, I say 30 and up Why? to be nicer, you know? They 60. <laughs> they 60. They are. You're 60, be proud. It That's is something true. to be proud of. You lived, you was 30 twice. Like We love them. I just, you know, they're the only people that are slower than me, speed-wise. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, if I'm walking behind somebody, I want them to move faster than me. So, you know, and I think that's the only thing that annoys me about the 60 and up crew. No, I feel like it should be, like, an age limit on, like, driver's license. Like, you shouldn't be able to, like, drive after a certain age. I think so, too. But I think 60, after, nah, like... I know some 60-year-olds that can still jump out the gym. I think after, like, 75. 75? 75. 75. 75. 75 is a good age. Yeah. What do you think, Devin? What's a good age for people to stay? They they can't drive anymore. But I do know some eighty year olds that can hmm. like thoroughly drive. I mean, they can't hear really well when I. So what? So what age do you do? I don't know. <laughs> you no, know, like see, I stick with seventy five. After seventy five, you have to have somebody like in the car with well, you. If you say sixty five, you retire like around that age. So then it's like... Who retired at 65? Isn't that what this retirement age is? That was like 35, 40. If you're retiring at 65, something wrong. That's the no, normal retirement oh, age. No. Oh, no. That's when you get like Medicare and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Social Security and all that kind oh, of okay. stuff. Oh, okay. Social Security. Yeah. Social Security. I was about to say. Oh, that's like, like, the, like the McDonald's and you get, you know, your 401k. And if you don't ever touch it, you can't touch it until you like. No, you can touch your phone. You can touch it. They just I'm penalize you like a lot. Like you got to pay back whatever you take out. For real? Yeah. Either that or you just get less money. When but by the time you retire. Well, no, you have to pay it off. Four hundred one k. If you take any out, you have to pay it off, or I else it, people like, who do touch those all the time bites you later it. on. I can't do it. Can't touch it. That's like one of the worst things you can do is touch your four hundred one k. But they don't give it to you like all at like one lump sum though. No, you can take it all. You I just got to pay you know, it all back. When I'm no, but I'm saying like when I'm when it's my turn to get mine, and it's, I'm not like taking it out early or anything like that. Do they just give it to me in like one big lump sum, or like they'll give it to me? In they'll like probably give it to you in one big lump sum, probably. Either that, or they'll split it up in big amounts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Government, give me my money, huh? Okay. Um, I don't think that's how it works. Give me my money. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> I got some good money in the 401k right now. Yeah. You? I upped that thing. You got I a 401k? To my, I talked to my uncle. He works at a bank. Mm-hmm. Told me, because I was only putting like 2 or 3% in my 401k. I popped it up to 10. Because mm-hmm. your job has to match whatever you put in, right? Uh, I think mine matches half. Yeah. Half. So I bumped it up to 10. Oh, yeah, big money. Making less money, but saving up for big money. It only made, like, when I got, like, I signed up for insurance and all that stuff through my job. Mm -hmm. I think it only took, like, $50 out of my paycheck. Hmm. That's not bad. I didn't add add my wife or anything because then they would have taken 100 And I said, yeah, but not my paycheck. (laughs) It was cheaper for her to get it from her job, though. 
Hertz was like twenty bucks. He said no. check. <laughs> they heard you. But um, no. that's okay. No, that's cool. No, that's what's up. You are married now. Any children? No, not no. yet. How is married life? Why is that funny? Why is that that's, funny? That's the done. first thing you ask. Oh, you're married? Any kids? Any kids? That- no, I'm just. And people ask me that all the time. Oh, that's right. You are married. Any kids? Be like, bruh. Like, in the in the very famous words of Andy Mino, me and my wife just practicing. Yeah, you know, just practicing, bro. So you can do practice, make perfect. What you practice in the private, come That's out. So public. good. When you practice, whatever you practice in private, go happen. It's gonna come out in public. It's gonna come out in public. So one of these days, you keep practicing long enough. Be a little devil running around here. I hope not. My kid's gonna be lit. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the favorite parent. I already know. Devin was telling me how he's gonna like how he's gonna basically like. By a lot, like just automatically force Rachel to be the bad parent. Why? Like he's just Listen, going to if, do if things. If I walk in the door and she's in a bad mood, I'll be able to tell before I even open the door. So I'll be like, all right, you know what? Let's go get some ice cream. Come back later, bring her some ice cream. There you go. Calm down. Leave her alone the rest no. of the night. Well, then the, the problem about that, then the kid's like ready to go at it. Yeah, that's where I go to bed because my job oh. up late. That Perfect. That shit. Something up. <laughs> Something gotta give, bro. <laughs> I'm dead. That's oh, I already got it planned out. Beast Stew is hilarious, bro. He said, I already got it planned out. I sure Beast did. Stew. Speaking of Beast Stew, bro, I just did a gig with Bishop Stewart uh, Saturday. You know, you, you know it's so funny. That was two Saturdays ago, right? I did one with him two Saturdays ago, and this past Saturday. This past Saturday, I was looking for you out there, but could not find where you were. And then I should have texted you, but I was ready to go home because I had church in the morning. And I wake up at five. But the one two Saturdays ago, I had on my calendar to go. Oh, for real? I did. And then this guy over here. Said, "Hey, let's go to Universal." Yeah, so, rock the universe, baby. Rock the universe. You got. I heard about it. We bro. saw Elevation Rhythm. Lit. I heard it was super lit. Elevation Rhythm. Oh my gosh, bro. But we had a um, we 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 have a mutual friend that played at that concert. Riley. He played probably one of the earlier sets, but Michael Riley played at the um, at the show. For who? At the concert. He did. Yeah, I forgot who he played for. It wasn't Ryan. It was somebody. It had to nah, be. It wasn't Ryan. We could look it up because we got the internet in our hand, huh? Internet, internet. Uh, but no, the only people we watch were Elevation Rhythm and like the ending part of Lecrae or the middle part of Lecrae. Oh, yeah. who was this? Who Lecrae was up there for a while. I'll say it again. Lecrae. Well, he they he was like one of the. He was like he he's on the main stage, so like they get more time. I would have rather put Elevation Rhythm on the main stage. Nah, they're not that big yet. No, no, I don't think so. They what, what, one of these years they gotta get like a really big one. They'll be on the main stage. Last time we went, we had Bethel, but it was Bethel B. Is it is it um 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 Jonathan Taylor? Hmm? I think he played with Jonathan Taylor. It could have been Jonathan Taylor. I don't even know who was on Jonathan Taylor. This dude. 
I didn't see that person. Ah, look, well, so man. Nah, Rock yeah, 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 yeah. It was him. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like Rockin' Universe. Is that like gospel Coachella? <laughs> is that like gospel Coachella? No, Holy Smoke Festival is gospel Coachella. Holy Smoke Festival. It, yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's it's a it's a Christian hip hop uh, festival, music festival. For real? Yeah. Holy Smokes! If you watch them, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> nah, it's um, it's pretty much just. It's literally the the all the rides are still open. Mm-hmm. You can ride the rides, mm-hmm. but there's concerts going on throughout the, the night. Three ninety nine. You still gotta like pay. They, they don't got. It was eighty nine dollars and some change for they the whole thing. Yeah, and you could get on rides too. Yeah, but it was just it, we we just went one night. They don't have any two nights. With, two anymore. nights was one fifty and some change. What? Yeah. Plus room and board, or that's just to get in the park. No, that was that was for to get into the park and to see all the concerts. For real? Because they're happening while you're in the park oh, at all the stages true. that they yeah, have. That is true. Yeah. You can't look at the tickets or anything like that. So if you're anymore. on a roller coaster and like one stage is over here and then like you're listening to one song from that stage and then the roller coaster ends on the other side of the... Okay, keep... there's no roller coasters at Universal that do that. For real? That no. would be lit though if they had that a would roller be coaster that would just... You know what I'm saying? They're so, opening a new park. Epic, it's like Epic Land. It's called or something Epic. Like it's that. called yeah. It's called like Epic Universal or Universal Epic. Epic Universe. That's what it is. Yeah. Epic Universe. But it's gonna have like a Harry Potter. It's gonna have a Harry Potter part. It's gonna have a like a Monsters part. It's gonna have the Nintendo Land. Mm-hmm. And then it's gonna have you know the movie How to Train a Dragon. It's oh, a cartoon. Yes. It, um, they're gonna it, have a they're it. gonna have a land like that, and then I forget there was one other one. But twenty twenty five. It's gonna be huge. Yeah, nah. it's gonna expand the park. I, I think it's gonna expand the 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 resort by like like two times the size. Because um, they're also putting a, they're putting a hotel in the park. Right. So, so you'll be able to walk out of the hotel into the park. Into the park. Oh, they're opening a a DreamWorks themed land coming to Universal Studios. It's not well. That's univer- well. That's where. Um, no, that that's in Universal. That's where. Uh, that, you saw where Shrek was closed down when we went there. Oh yeah, that's what they're. they're well, no, they're that was the minion there. ride. No, they're revamping that whole Shrek area. Yeah, because it was like I think it was like SpongeBob and stuff like that, and they're revamping the whole thing. Epic Universe, five immersive worlds, one theme park, Harry Potter Ministry of Magic, Super Nintendo World, How to Train Your Dragon, Dark Universe, and Celestial Park. Yeah, I'd be cool on the other side, regular side. I like. I'm pretty sure the roller coaster is gonna be phenomenal, but yeah. I don't know. I kind of I, I like Islands of Adventure better than Universal Studios. Uh, Islands of Adventure just has more actual roller coasters. Universal has Rip Ride Rocket and the Mummy. Mm. Hey, you know a roller coaster is really really cool. So this is roller coaster. I forgot the name of it, but it says Sea World, and you have to like stand up low key. You talking about is the that Manta? a Six Flags? The Manta or the Shark? It's the Manta. I'm oh, a, that's how Sea World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, bro, me and Kiera got on that ride, bro. I thought, I thought I was going to see Jesus. I thought I was going, to see. and we did it back to back. And the second time, we're like, oh, we shouldn't have did that. <laughs> yeah, Manta. Oh, that's cool. Celestial Park is a lush green world where thrills, entertainment, dining, and shopping all lead to an exhilarating journey of discovery. 
So the Ministry of Magic is going to be from 1920s Paris to the 1990s <clears throat> British Ministry. That's cool. So it's going to be like that whole themed, like how the Diagon Alley is. Mm. Super Nintendo is going to be like the one in Japan, which is like... There's a video on it. They they, they released a video, a trailer on um on their YouTube and channel. And you'll be able I to play uh, Mario Kart real life. For real? Mm-hmm. It'll be like real life Mario. They Kart have a Mario Kart one in Japan. Like, like three, like three, like some three D drink. You ever been on the Jimmy Fallon ride? No. Uh, no. No. What about um? It'll probably be something like uh like the Transformers ride. I gotta go. So like last no, time I, I think it's Universal. an actual. I think it's an actual like you sit in your own cart and go. I don't think so. It, it looks like it's. It looks like it's just a screen. Well, I think the one in Japan. When is I was saw the commercial mm-hmm. yesterday. Nah, last time I've been to Universal, I was. A young man. I need to go on like my dog. You know, it's funny. Everybody we brought on the podcast except for um, except for Caleb, is older than us. I'm six. Caleb's older than me. Mentally, maybe. Was that a joke? Take it how you want. Was that a joke? (laughs) This is a Christian podcast. And yet we're talking about Universal. <laughs> Jesus know our heart. He know our heart. I love it. It's okay. That's why it's called the crossing conversation because we cross into different topics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jesus likes theme parks. You already know it. Mm. He just don't like Disney. Why don't he like Disney? Because it's Disney. Because mm. of things Disney partakes in, you know, the mm. LGTV community. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's a conversation right there. I think you should get Pastor Craig on here one time. He's going to be on here probably after Dre. And like deep dive into like, I don't want to call them conspiracy theories because I feel like conspiracy theories are like, it has to be at least 14% truth, you know, in all conspiracy theories. I think so. Why do you think that? Why do I think that? The reason why I think that is because it's just like, you think people are just going to make this stuff up out of their, out of thin air. And then you start looking at context clues. So like like your like your thing on the, the company that we were just talking about. So now like I watch a lot of murder documentaries. Uh, and on. This man said 14% listen, true to be a conspiracy. You know <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Half of the time the people on there, they be telling, like you just said, like they tell 15% of the truth. Yeah, 15% of what happened. Of what happened. And I'm like, we, like, it, it's funny because, like, you clearly know what happened because the documentary is telling you what's happening. But then the people are just like, oh, yeah, I never saw them there. I'm like, it shows you on camera walking past them. What? You were standing right there, buddy. Right there, buddy. Where but you no, going? I was watching this one. Um, podcast and this lady was part of uh, is called the LSD Church. They read out of the Book of Mormon, and it's got to be tough. If it ain't in King James, it, I don't know. They pretty much just got like <laughs> he pretty much ends up. This guy wrote this book called Seven Steps to Heaven, and it's about how um, there's light spirits and dark spirits, and the light spirits if you have. Four, if you have one to four light spirits, you're going to heaven, like one to four. Or if you have four, or if you have one to four dark spirits, you're going to hell. And so they were basically people close to them. So, like two of her, so like two 
So like her husband, she killed because he was a dark spirit. She had him killed. She had her brother kill him because he was a dark spirit. But doesn't the brother become a dark spirit because he killed the dark spirit? No, because he did it because he was getting rid of a dark spirit. You see what I mean? That's contradictory. Exactly. Everything that we believe. That's exactly. how they get away with it. And they were it. saying, and, and, and the worst part, of the, the, be, the thing that made me cringe the most is they kept saying, well, Jesus told me to do it. And I'm like, Jesus didn't tell you to do that? No, I, I think they use that as like a scapegoat a lot of the time and oh. hope that it like gets them out of it. Yeah, nah. See, the, the big, yeah, nah, I would say the biggest pet peeve I have is when people, when people are like, well, God told me. I'm like, did he though? Yeah, bro. Sure. Especially the people I, who I know how their relationship is with God. Like, did he though? I don't know. In some instance, in some instance though, like in some instance, there's some people out there that's like far off on the deep end. I'm pretty sure God talks to them, like just like He talks to you and I. Most definitely, but how often are they recognizing that it's actually God? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You know, some people would just be like, "What well, the universe told me." The universe. I'm like, okay. The universe. Who's I'll tell you what Craig said? Huh? The universe. You can call it the universe, but I call it God. <laughs> he was telling that story at Crossing Cut yesterday. How he was talking to somebody, and they were like, "The universe brought us together," and he's like, "You can call it the universe, but." I'm gonna call it God, and then he. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. How is Pastor Craig? He's great, man. That's my guy. He's yeah. going stronger than ever. Except he hurt his knee hurt his playing knee. softball. I think, right? I think I think that's what happened. Yeah, something happened where he his, his he got a knee brace on. I don't know. He just showed up in church wearing a brace. Yeah, walking around limping. No, nah, Pastor Craig is that guy, man. He's he's one of the. He's one of the. What was your first impression of Pastor Craig when you met him? My first impression, because I heard Pastor Craig first before I okay, met so, him. Okay, so, so so your first impression. No, he. Gets, and what's the best joke he's ever told you? I don't remember any of his jokes. Okay, I don't remember any of his jokes. But um, my first impression when I met, actually, like met him, met him. Remember, I, we were we were doing the um the Saturday night services. Oh, lit. Lit, lit lit worship right and then i met him i saw him walking in and i didn't think he was like the pastor of the church you know i i didn't think that he was the pastor of the church i'm like this you know it's his usual get up a nice button-up shirt jeans and his in his shoes with his bible in his hand you know what i'm saying i didn't think that he was the pastor of the church and he didn't introduce himself as the pastor of the church he just said i'm, I'm pastor craig what's up pastor craig how you doing i you know i didn't know that he, he definitely didn't introduce himself as Pastor Craig. He probably just said, I'm Craig. No, it was Pastor Craig. Was he said Pastor Craig? He said Pastor Craig. Okay, because he normally don't do that. No, he said Pastor Craig. He said Pastor Craig, if my memory serves me correctly. Now, I, I could be wrong, but from what I remember, he, <laughs> he told me Pastor Craig. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because he just saw a tall guy. He just wanted oh, to let you know Lord. that like, he was a pastor. He's, <laughs> nah. like, he's like, look, bud. But no, nah, man, ever since I... Yeah, he was just like, man, my name is Pastor Craig. And ever since... Then Pastor Craig is kind of like welcome me with open arms. You know what I'm saying? Even with like, because I know it was a point in time where I was like actually like worshiping here. You know what I'm saying? So like, even when I like had to leave, it wasn't like a thing where it was like, oh, you going out there to go? You know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, bro. That's what you. That's what you called to do. Do it. You know? And that's 
that's one of the things that I respect about Pastor Craig to like the utmost levels because he's one of those pastors that was just like, yeah, bro, that's what you, that's what your heart's desire. Go ahead, man. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to like put God first. No, he's you know all, I mean? but he's, he didn't give me like the whole. Well, if you go out there, you're gonna. He didn't give me that whole vibe. You know what I'm saying? He kind of like, well, if that's this, the decision that you you make. All right, cool. And the best part about him is he'll never do that. No, no, no. He's very, he's, what I love, the, I think the one thing that really, like, that I really love about being here is, like, it's all about the people here. It's, it's about not about, you. like, I've been to other churches and it's about, like, putting on the show, making sure everything's perfect, making sure, you know, everything Putting goes people according. in seats, getting That's that it. number up. We don't care. Like, really, like, realistically... We really don't care about that. Oh, like, I mean, we need, like, trust me. We don't, like, we really don't, like, we don't need the money. Like, it, you're supposed to tithe, but we don't need the money to the fact of, like, we understand God is going to provide no matter what. Right, right, right. And, like, it's not about, it's not like, like, uh, Jay and uh, Craig had a, they're on Crossing Couch yesterday. Like, it's not about, it's not about getting people in a seat. It's about saving people's lives. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, sometimes you might have to... Go outside your church to save somebody's life. Like, that's real. That's that's profound, man. And that's why we, you know, we're doing we were doing been doing this uh, sermon series called "Seat at a Seat at the Table," which is pretty much just at the right hand of God. He is our savior. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said uh, a seat at the table, and it made me think about that song by Type Triple. Have you heard that song? Yes. And his name is Jesus. He won a Grammy. Well, hand claps need to go here. Hand claps need to go here. Yeah, he won a Grammy. Speaking of Grammys, bro, one of the producers on that mug, David Alden, won one as well. Mm. Yeah. Shouts out to Ty and David Alden. Congrats, guys. And Ty Tribbett in Florida. Orlando. Orlando. David, that's that's what made me say his name. Yeah, he's from Orlando, man. He's from Orlando. Those guys in Orlando, man, they're pretty cool. Mark, Keyshawn, Jesse, Pedro, Jay, Berlin. Who the list goes man, on. Man, you're naming on. the whole team. Yeah, the whole squad, man. Frank, David Park. I know two and know of one. You got Luca <laughs> on guitar. No, I've never heard no, any of these Zach, people. Sam. No, the so the 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 musician community out there, of course, is like bigger than where we live. You know what I'm saying? But the musician community out there, something that I've noticed is just the bar gets raised so high because everybody is like really putting that work in. They're really them. Yeah, they're really, really. I don't want to say like really them because everybody has room to grow, but they're like really, really, really putting that work in and like Mark, for, from what I know, from when I started coming around, you know what I'm saying? It seemed to be like Mark, a, a, a drummer named Mark McCleary Jr. Mark, shout out to you. Um, a bass player named Frank, Frank Brunot, if I'm pronouncing his last name right. I'm sorry, Frank. And David Outing, those those three. And uh, Luke, Luke, Lucas. Luke Skywalker? No, I forgot his last name. Lucas, but he plays guitar at deeper a deeper fellowship with uh mark mccleary and um yeah it just seems that those guys had this thing called the red camp you know what i'm saying and the red camp was like the band out there you know for a long point moment in time so it's just 
the standard that they set and for him to win that, for, for the leader of that band or one of the leaders of that band to win a Grammy is like, yeah, bro. Like it's, That's crazy. it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's not potential anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like something that actually can happen, you know? So, so what is it like? So not necessarily what is it like, but how do you get to be like, what's the, what's the, what's the, like the goal you have to set to become a better musician? I don't think it's necessarily, uh, uh, I think it's a goal. But it's more so work ethic, kind of like what I was telling him was regarding to like kids and stuff like that. Like what you practice in private, bro, is going to show in public, whether it's good or bad. Whatever you practice in private, dog, is going to show in public, bro. It's going to be it's going to be publicly broadcasted. For real, for real. Whatever you practice in private is going to be. I hope it's not broadcasted. You know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. So it's just more so like the time. It's just, it's just my way of saying like the time that you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I honestly think some of these guys are like, some of these guys are naturally born with these gifts that's where they just don't have to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then some other guys, they, they're born with that gift, but they have to like work on it to be at that level. So this is all in like, of course, of course, prayer, fasting. You know what I'm saying? And preparation. I think preparation is practice. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you are, geez, I'm going blank. If you are perfecting something, if you're perfecting a craft, you want to practice that craft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jesus's father, right, perfected carpentry, right? He was a carpenter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure, like. Devin looked at me like I didn't know which about God. I didn't know which one you were talking about. Yeah. No, 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 for real. But he just had the Devin you don't know? read his Bible. I'm kidding. Oh my lord! But no, nah, it, it goes with anything. It, it goes with anything. Like you playing the piano, or how did you get so good using Ableton? It's just something that you just consistently kept doing and kept doing it. YouTube kept doing until you know what I'm saying. You figured it out. That's true. See, I'm a very big believer on like um I like I think it's just because of how I was put in situations mm-hmm. of being thrown into the fire yeah, yeah, yeah. and having to figure it out yeah. in seconds. That's good too. Like that's good too. There was one time I was DJing at a show and they couldn't hook my equipment up. And I had to learn a whole new DJ software mm. in three minutes before I had to go up and perform mm. for this for one of my friends, one of our friends, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching YouTube videos real quick and like trying like, yeah. And now that and the, the funny thing about that, mm-hmm. that DJ software, Serato, is not my main DJ software. Yeah, for sure. But not, it'd be like that, man. Pressure, hey, pressure, pressure bust pipes, bro. Pressure bust pipes, bro. <laughs> pressure makes diamonds too, man. You know what I'm saying? So like, when you are in, when you're under pressure like that, you either gonna sink or swim. It is true. I'm saying either gonna sink or swim, bro. Like for real, for real, man. And there's been a lot of times where I thought I was swimming, but I was really sinking. 
And for real, for real, man, I had a guy tell me, like, man, you need to get your life together because I can hear, like, I can hear your sin coming through your plane. Ooh. You can hear that? Like, what? You can hear that? That's how tune, in tune he was with his craft. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even more so, like, a thing of where it was, oh, I'm in tune with my craft because I practice all the time. No, I'm in tune with my craft because I spend time with God. Like Isn't that scary for somebody to tell you, like, like, yo, I can just see sin on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? I'm like, huh? excuse me? Huh? Which one is it? <laughs> what? But Which one real. is it? For real, I can just see it on you. I can just see it on you. Ah, yeah, that's, that is scary. I don't want to say, I don't want to call it scary. I think it's... Uh, it's like, oh snap! I wasn't trying to be exposed like this. Whatever you practice in private is going. To, whatever you practice in private is going to be out publicly. Yo, that I is the motto for the week. Whatever you that. practice in private is going to come to public. Well, that's very true because I would say this. The reason being is because a lot of men, mm-hmm. including myself, struggle with porn. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, once if you if you're sitting there enough time in in private, eventually mm-hmm. it's going to show. Yeah. In public, you know what I'm saying that 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 lust thing going going jump all going jump all on you is going to be showing. Itself. Especially if you you know if you're not you know afraid to even. Talk to females like that's where everything's gonna start creeping in, as far as like oh now okay, yeah cool. It's right there. No, I mean I just think honestly, in situations like that, bro, it takes community, community and like being on your face because you want to be on your face, not because somebody's telling you to be on your face so you can get out of this situation. That's easy to do. The hard thing is to be on your face when everything is going well, when he's not testing you. Like, I feel like that's the hardest thing ever, you know, because everything is going so good. It's like, what do I need to, what do I need to cry out for? And I used to think like that. Like, I really used to think like that. Like, dang, I only, I'm only supposed to talk to God when I'm in need of something. You know what I'm saying? Knowing better that my mom didn't teach that to me. I knew better, but like, that's the relationship. That's how in debt my relationship went with God. Like. Man, I just got laid off. God, what's up? Like, I need help. Versus, oh God, they just gave me a promotion. Thank you. What can I do for you? Or what can? How can I be a vessel today? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do for you today? You know? You got to be able to thank him in the good and the bad. Yeah, the good and the bad. The and good and the bad like, for sure. I think the other problem is too is um, a lot of people. And I'm stalling because I forgot my thought. Um, come back to me. Take a boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was something he said that triggered the thought. Um, well, there are a lot of people that like, um, when everything is going well, they'll just be like, "Oh, well, I don't have to do this today. I don't have to talk to God today because He's already got my back." Got my back. And, and then weird. something bad happens, and it's like, "Oh, well, God, I need you like right now." And then if He doesn't show up, or if it doesn't turn out how they want it, then they're like, "Oh, what the heck?" Right. That's funny because sometimes God do show up. He just be standing there looking at you. 
And then okay, yo, what you got going then, on over there? <laughs> and then the other thing is just like don't you think like sometimes when things are going good, like you're 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 forgetting to do something? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it comes with what I was gonna say is I think that's when I think that's when we're becoming comfortable. Mm. Because we're forgetting to do something that we know God has told us to do, but it's uncomfortable, so we don't want to do it. Man, change is hard, man. Change is very hard. And I learned now when there's something uncomfortable I don't want to do. It's the right thing to do. It's 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 God. Yeah. God is calling me to do that thing. Yeah. Like there's this there's there's something God calling me to do right now, and I'm very hesitant on if I'm gonna do it or not. And I know I'm supposed to do it because I'm being hesitant and uncomfortable about it. Hmm. But like it's it's something that I'm 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 gonna do. It just I just keep pushing it off because I I don't want to do it. That's being human. No. Trying to stay in your box. That's how it is. It's being human. But see, Cat Williams started the year off right. He's being disobedient. True. It's being disobedient. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we get caught up in those. Not to say that he, you know what I'm saying? He could be be just being human. He just could get it. But if you be technical, that's being disobedient. If if, If you want me to be hot about it, like, I'm being disobedient by by just prolonging the process uh, when I could be I could be I could be out there like figuring out how to get it done. Like uh, I've been talking, you know, my, with Jay, my mentor, you know, just like about it, and he's like, you know, giving me all this advice and like, hey, talk to this person, do that, you know, or I can, you know, help you. And I'm just like, <sighs> like I, in in my mind, I'm like, yeah, 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 and then, but like. I'm just like in the back of my head. I'm just like, a real reason I'm like prolonging this thing is because like, I personally know I'm called to do it and I'm good at doing it, because I can see it, and just the th- and like at work. But like, it just scares me only because like I'm scared to be held to a higher standard now. Really, but you all you're always gonna be held to a higher standard. Yes and no. It I mean, look on, at it, you. You got a podcast. Of course, you're held to a high standard. A lot of people. There's, there's a million people that have podcasts. People that have podcasts. But or, they're not as good as ours. Or, or how about, or how about, or how about when you started like really, really producing, starting holding yourself to a higher standard? I feel like it's the same thing, and. Even with bro, even with me, dog, like I be it's a it's a lot of stuff that I'm probably like running from because of those same feelings, like what they gonna say, what they gonna think. I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this. And instead of it looking at that way, of course it's cliche to say, like, oh yeah, let's lean on God's understanding and stuff like that. But it's like, bro, like before we even go into those situations, God, this is something that you asked me to do, you want me to do, and I'm trying to be the best servant that I possibly can. Please help me with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, please, 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 please help me with this. I uh, I I had to say one of those prayers and God literally helped me with the job. I got the job done. Like quick too. Easy quick. You know what I'm saying? And now I don't I don't want to say people hold me to a higher standard. It's just like, oh snap, that's like one more powerful thing that he can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, when I 
when I when I did start like producing and then I started like around like twenty twenty one when like you know I started to really produce you know for one of for one of our good friends like it was just like now I'm being held to a higher standard because of what other people have said about me yeah and now it's like if I don't deliver yeah now what is that how, how, that makes me look so like to me in my mind it makes me look like i'm so stupid nah. and like i'm so like like that i you know that i was just you know i'm i'm fake yeah. you know it's what the it's what, what what the culture says yeah. is like oh you can't actually do that like okay yeah all right yeah whatever yeah. or they'll call you a, or they'll call you a one not to say that they called you this but they'll call you a one hit wonder oh you can only do it one time you can't repeat it again you know what i'm saying nah bro like Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Like now, if I was, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. So like, my relationship is my relationship with Christ, right? So like, when I wake up in the morning, I'd be like, "Yo, God, thank you." I love you, but can you put your microphone higher? Oh my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I thought I, I thought you guys can hear me down here. You can't hear me down here. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Good. I don't, cause I don't want to do this. No, you good. This I feel like fine. I'm rapping. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. My name is Lester. It's fine. It's fine, but you here. Yeah. My bad. My bad. But um, nah, okay, bro. Torrance. Nah, I got comfortable. I got real comfortable. That's fine. But, uh, That's but good. Now, like now, when I wake up in the morning, I'd be like, "Yo, God, like you really woke me up this morning. What you got in store for me today?" No, like I'm really like I I really. Now, don't get me wrong. Every morning isn't peaks and cream like that. You know what I'm saying? But like today, like, yo, you really woke me up a little earlier than normal. Like, what you got in store for me today? Like, what's finna go down? How you doing? First of all, how you doing today, guy? I'm like having like legit, genuine conversation. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm giving him his reverence. That's how it's supposed to be. You know, but I'm having like legit conversation to where it's like, when he does need to say something to me, he know how to say something to me. And I know it's him because I have these, you know what I'm saying? It may seem one-sided because you don't get a response right then and there, you know? But like, I'm having these conversations with him and it's helping me in other areas of my life because of me just waking up in the morning going so, and going, yo, God, what's up? Thank you for me up. I appreciate it. Like, thank you. Like, for real. One of the scariest prayers I ever pray, or that I, that I pray still to this day, that I started praying like a few years ago, was, God, please take the people out of my life that I don't value their lives and they don't value mine. You know what? You know why it's scary is because, what if he takes one of you out of my life, or he takes my mentor, or he takes, or a family member moves away, or things like that, and it comes to a point where like. As I started praying that prayer more and more, I started to become content and okay mm-hmm. with l- with losing the people around me because God is all we need. Mm-hmm. And when I started to become content with that, clearly people that were close to me, I started to lose mm-hmm. more and more. But God pretty much solidified certain people in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that was only like that's the only scary thing about that prayer is like losing like 
you know, the people that are like really close to me that I don't even call friends anymore. I call them brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know? And I think when you get on a relationship with somebody like that, it's like, dang, like, like if this person's out of my life, like, I don't know what I do. Yeah. You know? Heck, we didn't really talk for like a, what was it, like a year, year and a half? Yeah. Two years at some point. Mm-hmm. Like after you left the school. Like nothing. Really? You know what the crazy thing is? Nobody checked in on me. Really? Nobody. Not one thing was said to me. Really? That was it. I was like, all right. Mm. I didn't check in on you? Uh, I think you did. But nobody, like, after, like, a month or so, mm. it was yeah. just, it was just, like, me and my, I felt like I was in a whole new bubble, and I was just like, oh, well, starting but, from scratch. But, but, yeah. but, but question for you, did you try to hit anybody up? That's, I didn't, I just wanted to see who would actually do anything. Yeah, but I've been there before, where you get so isolated to yourself to see Cause you all you're always that person hitting somebody up, saying, "Oh, hey, how you doing? What's going down?" So you stop to see if they'll so do it back, and then it's back, nothing. And then it's nothing. And then it's like, yeah. damn. But two, but 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 for a year, yeah, year and a half to go by, like, I get that. I've done that before. You know, I told one of my friends, I was like, I told one of my friends, I was straight up with them. I was like, I was like, you don't hit me up. Like, you don't hit me up. Yeah. Like, you don't hit me up. I'm always hitting you up. You hit me up every once in a while, only when you need something. And that was when I was like, okay, this person is not a brother to me. Mm-hmm. And I ran into that person one time last year at the fair. And that was the first time I ran into him in like a year and a half. Mm. And it was like, dang, like, okay, God, I see. But then that same person sent me a, a wedding invite in the mail. Yeah. Well, nah, man, some people, some people literally get complacent in what they Complacent, blah, blah, blah. I'll dumb it down. Some people get caught up in their everyday life that they forget about what's like going down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure it'd be on people's mind that hits you up. You know what I'm saying? But it's just not on the forefront of their mind. You know what I mean? So just because somebody don't hit you up, that don't mean that they're not thinking about you. You know? They could be thinking about you. They just they just not might not be allowed to hit you up at that time. Not even, not like, not like purposely like, oh, dang, I can't hit him up because he's on, he's on timeout. No, but like, dang, I want to call him, but either so, something keeps coming up. Or it doesn't feel right. Or it doesn't feel right. And maybe that's God like keeping you isolated in that season. Maybe some God, maybe I'll, God isolated you maybe, for that season. I'll tell you what, that year and a half, it was so refreshing. Yeah. Like it feel like it, like this. It feels bad to say, but Mm -hmm. like that year and a half, I didn't do anything like church related. And I was just like on my own, just doing my own thing with God. Mm -hmm. It was just so, it felt so refreshing. Bro, had to build that church up in your heart, man. And that's what a lot of people forget, bro. A lot of people, oh yeah, church is the building. No, bro. We are the church. We are the church. The church is in your heart, man. You know, and the moment people really like, Start realizing that I think people will want to get more. Really, just, just they they would want their spirit man to be that much stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Is this microphone cool? Is it cool? <laughs> yeah, you good? Are you sure? Yeah. It's like what this Positive. whole. It's like what um what Jay preached about. We gotta bring the table to the people. 
We can't just expect people to come to us. Now that it preach. Bring the table to the people. Huh? Bring the table to the people in a sense of bring invite people to 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 the church. To or, the church. Or, or invite people to learn more about Jesus. No. I don't I don't know. Well, I'm not that I'm not that much older than you guys. I'm like what? He's pushing thirty, everybody. Oh my lord. That's crazy. Remember remember that. That's crazy. That's crazy. But no, y'all were young enough. Y'all, y'all would, y'all would know. Remember those tent services where they like set up a tent outside yeah. and then like revival services. Yeah, tent revival. Everybody, but it would just be like outside and then like the whole neighborhood would come to the tent revival yeah. service. Yeah. What what happened to those? I think that's what we got to get back to. Or so so here so so what's funny about that is Jay said something one time. He's like, he said, why do we call things? Old school, in 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 the church environment. Because our grandparents used to do it. No, like, why, like, <laughs> like, why do we have to keep doing? Like, why do we have to keep? Is, is it because I know Devin said one time church is changing, but like, imagine if everything just was done one way. Then I don't think that would be. Like, and everything, everything should be done one way, and the one way that we should do it is how Jesus yeah. invited people. I think everything evolves, man. Everything evolves. Microphones evolve. Cameras evolve. People evolve. You know, and sometimes changes. But bad. forget about technology. Forget okay. about technology. Forget about yeah. other resources. How about what's the steps of just simply inviting somebody to church? Why does that step have to evolve? Why? Why do we have to text somebody, call somebody? Why can't we just look somebody in the face in public and say, "Hey, we have church on Sundays at nine a.m. and ten forty-five p. and ten forty-five a.m." Yeah. Nowadays, you don't that's wanna... that's our church times. Make yeah, sure to be here. <laughs> Get here, but um, uh, that's uh, you don't want to one. You don't want to offend nobody because nowadays, bro, there's so many religions out there, dog. People could be worshiping the corner of the wall, bro. You know, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's a lot of religions out there, so you don't never want to offend anybody. You know, so now everything that you say it has to be censored. But I think I think it's. I think is not what, not the, I don't think it's us inviting them to church. I think it's the way we are inviting them to church. And then what they see when they come to church. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm, I'm speaking from my personal experience, like from my personal experience. But if I come to your church and the person at the door barely want to talk to me, I'm like, bro, what? Like, ain't everybody supposed to be happy here is church. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would make me? Why is why would I come back if the greeter ain't don't seem happy to be here? You know, like that that's that's kind of weird. But a lot of these churches they run into that they run into those problems, and a lot of people have church hurt in that way. Oh, when I went to church, one of the ushers said something to me in a manner that wasn't I felt that wasn't respectful. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to nobody's church because that one usher lady. That one usher lady, you know what I mean? And then that's when, to go back to kind of like just cavy up or what we were talking about, man, church is in your heart. You got to have a relationship with with him yourself. I feel like before you can even, it's a little different for us because we so grew up in church. You said church is in your heart. What do you mean yeah. by that? Statement? So what I mean by like church being in your heart, like you can worship in your heart. You can pray in your heart. You know what I'm saying? You can... It's a lot of things that you can do in your heart, you know, versus being in the building. Like, I don't have to, 
I don't have to go to a is it's preferred that I it's probably preferred that I go to a church to be a Christian, but I think that's in the Bible it says to be around a community of people. Yeah. Who yeah. are believers. Right. Right. But that doesn't he didn't say where though. Did no, no, say, no, I get that. You know I saying? get that, but but you shouldn't be um you shouldn't be isolated though. No, not always isolated. I mean Jesus was isolated for forty days and forty nights. Not necessarily. No. The devil was there tempting him. I mean, the devil was there, but he was by himself. He was going through that trial and tribulation by himself, though. There's a lot of times Jesus was by himself. There's a lot of times we're by by ourselves. But it's also the fact of... um, It's also the fact that I I think, to me, the better statement would be we have Jesus in our heart. Mm -hmm. And that's where the relationship comes in with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because the church is defined as us, the people. So having a relationship with the church is where I would say it's it's the people aspect, but in our hearts, Jesus is the one who um Jesus is the one who, who had who owns our heart. He's the one who should own our heart. And when we pray the, you know, when we pray the prayer like Jesus come into our hearts, like at the end like we don't own our heart no more after that. Yeah. And Jesus is the answer. For the world today. Another type of song. <laughs> but nah, for on the real, for, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. But you, you, that's, yeah. Spot on, dog. Spot on, bro. I think we just, I don't know, man. Our generation, bro. I don't know. We a little, we a little out there. Man, we're screwed. I don't want to say we screwed. I don't think we're screwed. I, I think just, it's just a fact of like people just really need, a lot of people just need to come to a realization of like this like the world is not is not going to not gonna always be there for you. It's comfortable, bro. That's what I'm saying. People are getting comfortable in in what they're doing. Like these kids are getting comfortable with listening to artists who who rap and sing about drugs and sex yeah, and money. Got, man, that's all it is nowadays. Yeah, but you got kids raising kids, though. So you got to remember. So you guys are considered Gen... Man, I don't know. I think Devin's Gen Z. I'm, I, I'm, I'm like borderline a millennial. Borderline a millennial. You're you're older than him. Yeah. By two years? Three years? 2003. I'm 1999. For real? You're this man's known me forever. I never knew the year you were born. Never did the math in my head. Man, you were alive for Y two K. Definitely born for Y two K. We got a point. Got a point. Remember the wrestler Y two K and then Y two K. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like five. But yeah, you old? Um, no, I'm not. Ninety four is not. Kai, when I say thirty and up community, Kai's gonna be in that group. And never mind. I had to remember that. You're gonna be thirty. To, no, you're gonna be thirty in two years, right? Or this year? This year. You twenty nine. This, this man. I'm. I'm, I'm in. Is ninety two years old. Bless, praise the Lord. He's still <laughs> living and thriving. Living and thriving. Hey, if ninety two looked this good, what a hundred and two look like, baby. Yeah, not as oh good. But nah. But nah. Um. So yeah. So we're. I guess like, like this generation of kids, man. They get the. It's like they get to do what they want to do. And with no Man, you know what happened earlier this morning? The repercussions I was at work and my brother called me 
And I told him, uh, and I texted him, said, hey, text me because I'm at work. And he's like, no, you have to answer the phone. I said, all right, whatever. So I walk outside and answer the phone. And he goes, hey, Devin, somebody lit the bathroom on fire. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> I can see your brother saying I was that. like, there's no way you just called me to tell me that. Did the school close? No, they, they, they the kept pre- going. Oh, they just took everybody public- outside. It was, I don't know. I don't know where it was at, but it was. Big WW baby. Big WW baby. Nah, man. How is your brother? He's good. He works. He he works here he at the church. Here you? He does. Cool. He's the he's a sound guy. Sound technician. He's getting better. Does he, he still, getting real he still goes to Westwood? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he meant by the big WW. Big WW. And you know what? He learned he had no experience before. <laughs> Because I deal with Westwood kids. I'm sorry. I deal with Westwood kids on a day-to-day basis. So to hear it called... Nah, they're just running girl at family. the... Man, uh, you know how they say it. wood 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 We we go to school. <laughs> I go to the wood. What? 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 It's literally in the woods. Literally in the woods. Literally in the woods. Campus, Not anymore. They took all the woods down. Yeah, they took all the woods down. Well, now they are because they put a new campus. Damn. Mimicking Central. For real? It's going to look exactly like Central almost. Aww. Those things, those buildings look like prisons, if you ask me. But that's another podcast for somebody else. I don't want to. <laughs> but now, I think um, with these generations of kids, what what I've learned though too is some of them, they they want to actually have a relationship with God. Yeah, just... When I talk to these kids at the school, and I'm like, and like, I think what the what the, the thing about it is, and I I know we look for this too, especially like with our generations, is like, we look for authenticity. Yeah. And a lot of people grew up with pastors who were not authentic. Mm-hmm. They were just this person who woke up, went into their closet, and said, "Which me am I gonna be today?" Mm-hmm. And then they picked one out, and they got on the altar, and that's who they were that day. And then they go on social media and they have fake person after fake person after fake person just trying to get more followers and get their numbers up. And then what scares people is now you have pastors. Yeah. He preaching, ain't he? Yeah. That's that's all it is nowadays. Oh, it's getting real in 2024, huh? It's real. Listen, everything nowadays is just an intention grab. Yeah. Swiping through TikTok, swiping through YouTube Shorts, Bro, Facebook we... Reels, Instagram Reels. Bro, literally the logistics is, is an attention. Hog. Literally the, the, the literally the logistics are on YouTube is you need to put you, your first eight seconds of your video needs to be entertaining. If your first eight seconds of the video is not entertaining, you're clicking off of it. Like people are just so like I I can't remember if it's like ADHD or whatever, but like the attention span of people. Is like it was like you could sit there for hours and stare at a freaking rock, and now it's like gone. Mm. Like people move on so fast, and it's just like, oh well, he has this. Oh well, he has this. Or it's like, well, he wasn't brought up the right way, in my mm. eyes. That's why I think iPad kids are gonna be like supreme in a few years. Like, in, in like my kids years. are not gonna be iPad kids. Yeah, I, they will. I, I hate that so. They're much. gonna be Xbox kids. Nah, my kids are gonna be. Let's go outside and so, throw the football, kids. So what's an iPad kid? An iPad kid is like 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 a kid that walks every on an iPad second on that you. Anytime you see that kid, they, they on an iPad. They on an iPad. 
You go, you go into a restaurant, that kid is on the iPad. And parents do that, though. Like, parents are the problem because they're like, oh, if he has an iPad, he won't say nothing. He'll shut up. But now the like, so back to the school thing, right? A lot of these, a lot of kids aren't as fortunate as some of the kids because some of the kids, they get to go to school where the teachers and the principal and the administration, their their minds is on Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And then some kids, they go to public school to where you, if you talk about Jesus, you might get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm interested to see to see that wave of kids, the kids that are going to public school and then the kids that go to Christian schools, like, you know, I'm interested. Not all Christian schools are like that, though. No, That's the crazy thing. Yeah, not all Christian schools no, are like what's, that. What's crazy is, is I don't want to put nobody on game. Uh, well, I don't want to put, you know, but being at Christian schools, not, no. A lot of the kids still act the same way Mm -hmm. they would in a public school. Mm. And I think it also, it's a lot of like, if you're going to work at a Christian school, you can't be, you can't be ashamed of preaching the gospel to your Mm -hmm. kids whenever you can. Or emotional. I think when I was working at a Christian school, I think I was a little too emotional. I think I was too emotional. You can be emotional, but it's a... uh, I mean, I guess you're just having a boundary on it mm. of when you're emotional. Yeah. You know, I have one coworker who's pretty emotional almost every day, and it's just—it's kind of like the kids see it, and they—it's almost like you let them in on a side of you mm. that, like, they're realist. Like, it's—it crosses a boundary in a sense because now they're gonna use that. You know, especially these these kids, they may not they, they may not seem smart. They smart as jacks, but they're too smart. Uh, they're, they're too smart for their own good to get away with things. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna use that to their ability, and I think that's that's the problem too. Especially like when you know, especially now men are we're back to the state of like, oh, men need to be men, and men need to not show emotion anymore, and blah blah blah. Mm. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. It's always three. Just three. It's always hey, you know, three. Three, is, three is a good number. I know. Those are healthy sneaks. Three is the number God tells me things in. For real? Mm-hmm. I know my wife says the same thing. Yeah. Three is a good number. Almost every, every Christian has been a good song, number for me. Repeat things three times. Oh. Check him out. Oh, I think by the end of the year, people are going to seek after you to play bass, bro. You think so? I think so. You just got to stay hungry. Just eat that mug, bro. I personally think that's why. And listen to music outside of your comfort zone. Listen to music. Listen to like. I'm not doing country music. That's off. That's nah, bro, bro. That's blocked off. They nah. tell the best stories. That's the same story. No, I found story. a truck. I found a girl. I got a dog. I got a house. And you played it backwards. It's sad because nah, he bro. loses everything. You got to listen to country music that like that you like. Like you know Taylor Swift is because technically considered. I don't listen to no Taylor Swift. Are you kidding me? She Look trend, at me. She, she just want album of the year. She trending right now. And she yeah, got she's any- trending because she goes to football games. Uh, True, but nah, man. So, so listen to 
start listening to like a bunch of music, bro, that you don't even wouldn't like normally listen to. That's how I became man, a better watch, producer. Yeah, man. Watch how you ex- like like so before. So before I before I came back to the church, I would listen to just like you know like any music that would just play on my Spotify or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep it that way. And well, it was all like secular and all that kind of stuff. And now it's like I got the same like six songs on repeat that I just listened to <laughs> over and over. And once it hits the last song, yeah. I'll just go back and I'll just restart it. Like right now, I'm in a huge um Maverick City phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the songs I listen to, like from start to finish, praises from Elevation Rhythm. Mm-hmm. Fake Love, mm-hmm. Purify, Jehovah from Elevation Worship, yeah. Fall on Me from Maverick City, mm-hmm. I Thank God from Maverick City. The House Fires version is so much better. Take mm-hmm. Me Back, Firm Foundation, the one Maverick City did with Cody Carnes. Not with Chandler? Hmm? Not with Chandler Moore? No, that is the one with him. That's but they did it with Cody Carnes. And then Move Your Heart. But I thought I would never be able to play that, that little walk, that walk down. Mm. I was like, man, they don't took a contemporary song and made it gospel. Y'all know what I, y'all know what I hate though, especially about this, um, this CCM world. Now that we're talking about it, what I absolutely hate is that, like, I'm pretty sure that nobody really care. But every time I sing a Dante Bow song now, everybody's looking at me like. What's wrong with him? So what's funny about that is you have to understand, like, Buddy's still a believer. Yeah. It's just the fact of like that's the, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying about that's what I'm saying, like tying back to the thing that, that, that I feel like being being put in the eyesight of having to be set to a higher standard yeah. by the world. And the problem is is the the people who are so judgmental. Mm-hmm. Are Christians? Are Christians, and they judge you for for things that they do. Yeah, and it's like how, like, yeah, I don't know. know, like it's. I think in that I think I'm only only think because we don't know what really happened in this situation, but I think I honestly think it was a money thing. You feel me? I think he said it was a money thing on I, uh, in an interview. Probably it was probably a money thing, and he was expecting those people that he looked at like that, like to that higher standard, letting down. You know what I'm saying? So I think uh, okay. I think a lot of those Maverick City people, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I do not know. I don't know these people personally. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to work with y'all one day. Hopefully that day is coming soon. Whatever camera, yeah. Hopefully that day is coming soon. Highlight your boy. I'm nice. I love to give God praises. What I do, all right. But, Meanwhile, he always he's, tells me, he Man, started I'm off trash compared nice. to these people out here. I'm like, Kai, shut up. Nah, man, because the people I listen to, yeah, they they just on another level. They're on another level, but like, I feel like it's church hurt. When you boil, you boil it down, I feel like it all boils down to church hurt, bro. And what's funny is it's church hurt, not meaning the four walls. But church hurt meaning people hurt. Because people hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people hurt people. The church don't hurt. The the church hurts people. And not the organization. People. The people. The people in the church. The church is the the church. 
is the people. Yeah. So when you say church hurt, I always think it's people hurt because somebody said something to you mm-hmm. or somebody did something to you mm-hmm. to make you hate going back to church, mm-hmm. going back to the people of God. And I honestly think that's what happened with them, bro. Like, for real, for real. I honestly think, well, we only talk about Dante, but I honest, I honest in my honest opinion. Like, I When think- people get into a place of where they're making, like, think about it, Mavic City was so influential. And it's still, still is. It's still a lot. Yeah. But it's like, they were so influential that when they got big, I think the people, this is just my opinion, I think the people who are ahead of Maverick City, not the singers, the money sense. and the fame yeah, too much got to once. them yeah. all at once because it happened so quick. Overnight. Like, overnight success. Mm-hmm. Like, Promises was like, number one, like, next week. Like, yeah. the week after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Men of your word, like those songs right there were like number one, like chilling. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I get just like, I don't know what it is about those worship songs, bro. I really don't know what it is, but like. I think it's because a lot a lot of worship songs now, they're more, they're more personal. They have more. Yeah. They have more emotional into them. I now. instead of we relatable. Yeah. Me instead of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're more I personal. And I think that's what it was meant to be, but a lot of yeah, people yeah. a lot of people you'd be surprised how many people hate that. Really? A lot of people would be like, oh, that's not theologically correct. Mm. Or like like it's a song, bro. Yeah. What song was it that we always had to change the lyrics to? Do you remember? Oh, at, at one of at our old church, they would like we would do a sea of victory. Oh yeah, and our pastor was always like, "We want you to sing it. We're gonna see a victory, not I'm gonna see a victory." Or 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 we or yeah. We're gonna see a victory. We're gonna. Uh, it doesn't sound right. Yeah, but I think it was the fact of. Is that the one that you guys are talking about? I'm gonna see a victory. Yeah. Cause something the battle is not yeah. something, something. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Cause when we were um Ugh. it's weird. And but what I love about worship music now is it's it's just it's more emotional. Mm-hmm. It's more it's I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of my favorite songs right now is uh Yet by the King Will Come. Mm. It's Mavic City made it, I would say, popular, but, um, but they, but that song is so like, like just the first line, God, don't give up on me yet, mm-hmm. and like, it's just like, it's so true, like, God, I know mm-hmm. the sin that I indulge in, and I know the environments that I've been in. I've known the things that I've done, but please, whatever you do, don't give up on me. Yeah, don't give up on me, but if you sinning, then you know you sinning. We sin every day, dog. Nah, we sin every day. You, you wake day, up, you sin. sin. every day unintentionally. Yeah, unintentionally, but if it's something that you know you ain't supposed to be doing and you're still doing it anyway, and then going, well, Lord, I repent. I'm sorry, I'm not. How are you getting better? How are you getting better? 
the hard things are uncomfortable. And I'm not like direct. This is not for you per se, B. Lou. If only yeah, you, nobody else. You know nobody saying? else, just oh you. God, it probably is directly to me because the nah. only no the, the reason I say that is because like if you want, if we being high, humble, open, and transparent, like that like it's I've literally been struggling. Like I'm like yeah, nah, I bro. ask I ask God all the time. I'm like I'm like I really to be honest with you. I'm like I don't. I I I wrote in my I wrote in my prayer journal the other day. I was like. God, like I keep saying, I keep saying I'm not gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. I keep saying, "Oh, I promise this this is the last time," mm-hmm. or, you know, you know what, God? I, I I told God one time. I ain't even gonna lie. I said, I said, God, you ain't gotta forgive me, and I went to bed. And guess what happened next day? I woke up late for for work. I woke up at six fifty. I was supposed to wake up at five. Be to work at eight. I had 10 minutes to get ready. Yeah, nah, bro. That's a dangerous game to play. <laughs> that's a dangerous game to play. But nah, bro. But it And gets, that was recent. Gets, that was like last week. It gets to that point, but then at that, but then that's like, that's like, that's like, okay. So addiction is addiction. I could be addicted to basketball. I could be addicted to buying sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like people go get help for that. You feel me? Like, like sometimes, bro, sometimes it's going to take, like, we got to, we got to, we got to be real. Sometimes it's going to take, sometimes it's going to take you going to a therapist and like getting down to the root of the problem. So you don't make that same mistake again, or your conscience of when those urges are starting to come on. So like, for me, I used to partake in a lot of like, Smoking substances, right? We're gonna be real. I used to smoke weed, bro. Smoke a lot of it too. I'm talking about a lot of it until the point to where it was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm not even like feeling anything anymore. And you know it's crazy. The people in the church would be like, I see it on you. <laughs> I smell it on you. I pray that God take that taste out your mouth. I pray that God, even when you smoke it, he make you sick. Like, bro, like I had people in my corner praying for me, like telling me like, bro, when I pray to God, I'm going to pray that God takes this taste out of your mouth right now. Like for real. And it took, it took, a, it took a while. It took a, it took a long time. It took a while, man, for me to really be like, all right, cool. I'm cool on that. I'm cool off that, like for real. And when I find myself getting those urges or going back to those urges, I'm either trying to play drums, trying to talk to my wife, I'm trying to do things. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pray, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do things that get my mind off of that and focus back on why I stopped in the first place. I stopped because it's really not doing anything for me anymore. It becomes a, um, it becomes a medication for pain. It becomes a medication for uh, stress. Mm-hmm. It becomes a medication for coping with life. Right, right, right. You know, and I think, I think with that, it's like I think that's why, I like, I would say, substances of that nature, mm-hmm. I never got, I never got addicted to, mm-hmm. in the sense of like using it to numb pain, mm-hmm. except for a few instances. But um, 
you know, like if we if we being hot, like like porn is just like it's just ruining. Yeah. It's it it's ruined my mental state because of not necessarily of how I view women, but of how like I would say how it makes if how how it makes me feel about myself. Mm-hmm. It makes me hate myself. It makes me go into this dark hole of like, man, you're just a failure. Like, like you, you're horrible. Like, like you suck. Like, you start to feel all the shame and the yeah. guilt, and it's re- like when it comes down here in the day, like we're just, I'm just letting the devil have a piece of me in that moment, yeah. and you know, there'll be times where like I will feel myself putting it off. Like, I will feel myself putting it off, and. What's funny is, is I watched a podcast yesterday. I was watching a clip of a podcast yesterday and they were just like, um, and I knew I was supposed to watch that podcast because I was thinking about like, like looking up some scriptures on it, like just refreshing my mind like like I normally do. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got off, I just got off playing a video game and I look and I see, I look literally looked down on YouTube and seen the video there. And I was like, Okay, God. So I clicked on a video, 17 minutes. I watched the whole thing. And the main thing I took out of it was, and it's things I've already, and it's crazy because it's things I've already heard before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you need to replace that time when you're thinking about it. Do something, but replace it with something. Like, like you just said, like playing drums or whatever. Like for me, it would be, Go make some music. Mm-hmm. Go play some video games. Go outside. Go yeah. go go on a drive. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. It's just it's something like it's something that that it's it's slowly killing me in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm slowly rising above it. Mm-hmm. But there's always that one day where the devil is like, hey. You were stressed today, weren't you? Mm. You know, you you didn't like the way that person talked to you today. No, you know, no. And yeah, and you immediately in my head, I'm like, and I'm already in my head because you know somebody did piss me off or or something didn't go my way today, and I'm just like, you know, and the normal thing that I would cope with was porn. Yeah. So what? So no, normally, humanly, you're gonna go back to something. That that you cope with normally, and that you know feels good. Yeah, you know you you know what's going to you know what's going to numb that pain. But here's the craziest part about it is, weed, porn, alcohol, it numbs it for for a certain for a small time period. Yeah, numbs it for like God numbs the pain forever, ever. and. And I think that's if you want me to be honest with you, is I've been reading uh I've been reading a devotional about uh it's called The All of God mm-hmm. and it's by John Brevere. And it's been it's been talking about holy fear. Having holy fear. How it's basically the fear of God. And how the fear of God is not being scared of God, it's being scared to be away from God. Mm. And for me right now is like every time those moments come up. I immediately get scared 
but I, but for some reason I'm still don't feel strong enough to stop. Mm. And I read in the Bible all the time, like all the people who committed sins after sins after sins after sins, and God still used them. But I had yet to see, and this is not, this is just an observation. It's not like my theory on like, oh, well, I can keep sinning because God used, you know, no, David. No, don't work like that. That's not what I'm saying. Nah, I'm saying it's like the end game of, of how that, of how they, like, God started to use them and they started to see, oh, this is this is bad yeah. and i think the thing about it is is god is calling me to a higher place and spiritually i'm ready but my body my flesh mm-hmm. is like hey man <laughs> if you get rid of that you know what are we gonna do you know you know how are you gonna you know if you're going to do that how are we gonna spend time together? You know, replace it, bro. Replace it. Replace it. it. Replace it. It's it's waking up and dying to your flesh every day, yeah, killing your flesh. Replace it, bro. Replace it. So, like for me, dog, it was. I got a bike, bro. <laughs> for real, I got a bike. I got water bottles. You know what I'm saying? Sunflower seed. Like I replaced it. Like I replaced it to the point to where it was like. Okay, this is hindering my gift from going to the next level. Cause and then that was around the time the dude was like a producer, big time producer, like big time producer was like, bro, I can see the death on your drum playing. Like, you need to go fix your life, bro. No, for real. Like when he told me that, I was like, oh, so you can see it. Oh, cause you know when you high, like, of course you can tell when somebody's high. You know what I'm saying? But like, he was like, bro, I can hear If they got sunglasses on in the middle of, at at night or in a building. They always sit like this. I can, and I I can hear, (laughs) I can hear, (laughs) I can hear, I can hear the drum playing, bro, that you struggling with something, dog. Fix that, bro. Like, fix that, bro. Like, you really got to fix that. And he was like, I'm talking to you. Cause at first I took offense to it. I ain't even gonna lie, like, I took offense to it. And if you're watching this podcast, bro, you know who you are. But I took offense to it. I'm talking about, like, man, who this, who this dude think he is talking to me like this, bro? He ain't. Just because you got a couple grams don't make you high might. But nah, like, he was really, like, pouring into me. Like, nah, dog. Like, I know I met you through a mutual friend, but I hear something that you're going through, bro. And ain't nobody else gonna tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because they might be intimidated. But I'm going to tell you, like, you need to fix that, bro. Like, for real. And then the moment he fixed it, I started, I I, I tried. Because at first, I wanted to stop, but I really didn't. Try. I I can't say it's for you. you you're not trying this. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we try out me, of a We try out of a selfish manner nah, bro, I was and trying. not out of a selfless manner. Yeah, yeah, bro. I was, I was desperate to stop because of what this man said to me. And you, y'all, both of y'all know how I feel about my music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. That that almost made me like stop right in there, like cold turkey in my tracks. But that's not for some people. Yes, that's their testimony. But for me, that wasn't my testimony. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always around people. Spoke weak, always. 
I'll go do a show, smoke weed. I'll go to a to a uh, to a family member's house, smoke weed. And it's like, dang, this is the test, bro. Like, pinching myself, <laughs> drinking water, riding my bike, getting back into understanding like drums and stuff like that, loving my wife. Going back to loving my wife, bro. Like for real, for real. Going back to really loving my wife. Like I was putting that over her. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, dog, man. It's it's a it's a it's trying, bro. It's very, 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 very trying. But as long as you're willing to say, yeah, nah, you're not gonna win today. Like you're just not gonna beat me today. I'm sorry. Like you're not gonna beat me today. And that's you talking to you. Like, hey, bro, you're not going to beat me today, dog. This this just can't happen. You're not crossing me over today. I'm stopping you today. And I'm going to dunk on you. And I'm going to do it today. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I'm going to do it the next day. You know what I'm saying? And it's all easier said than done. Or get you a support group, bro. I got me a support group. You're about to be a part of this support circle now. You know what I'm saying? Carlton, Hosni. Uh, my boy Jesse. Yeah, let's go, Carlton. Yeah, man. I don't know who bro. That is. Nah, dog. You can't do that no more, bro. You gotta. We you gotta... know what's crazy is about. I would say it's just one of the. I think Devin has something to say to you, but I think the only problem I have is it's hard to find a good support group, hmm. and the reason why I say that is because. Like we were talking about earlier with like, you know, seeing if people, you know, if you stop hitting people up, if they're going to hit you up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you say, you get a person who's like, yeah, I'll be your accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be your accountability partner for two weeks. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, and then, you know, a few days will go by and it's like, oh, you didn't, you know, what happened? I thought you know we I thought we were in this together, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, oh well, you know, what well, I didn't, you know, I I did this, so you know, I just felt like, well, that's what a accountability partner's for. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're going to mess up, text me, call me, yeah. say, hey, I'm gonna mess up today, yeah. or I feel like I'm about to mess up, and. Instead of actually doing it, and if you want me to be completely honest with you, I think that's where I fail a lot of times, mm-hmm. is I don't, I know that I have people I can text, like Kai, uh, Torin, you, Devin, Caleb, Jay, you know, Jay especially, my mentor. Um, but, like, I know I have people I can text and be like, hey, I'm struggling with such and such, you know. My bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I had to send that to Smite. My fault. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it be your like, own brothers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ma. I'm sorry. I had to send that to somebody. My bad, my bad, my bad. I was no, trying to good. be discreet. But the missus, she was asking me for something and I had to send it. I had to send it. No, you good. Um, but I think it's just, it's hard to have accountability partners sometimes because sometimes you choose people who you think are going to be, are going to, you know, be there and hold you accountable. Yeah. But then... It's like, then they, then they. I think that's when people, some, some friends will show their true colors. Because mm-hmm. if they're really your friend, yeah, it's when you ask them to hold you accountable to something. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's like, 
Now you have to now you have to hold them accountable to something. And then you have to hold so it has to be a, a yeah, give and take. Too. Yeah. And when you're doing when it's a give and take at first, but then now it's only you giving, mm-hmm. it's like Yeah, yeah. What are we I get it. But that's that's a part of accountability though, bro. Everybody not when you first the first okay, it takes what, 30, 40 days to build a habit, right? It takes, I think it's, honestly, I think it's statistically 90 days. 90 days to build a habit. So if it takes 90 days to build something, it probably takes double that to tear it down, right? Wouldn't that make sense? No, because you can build a build. You can take years building a building, and it could be gone in thirty seconds. Yeah, it's faster to destroy something than it is to build it. Yeah, but to consistently destroy it, though. Because no, like no, like like if you want me to give you a real world example, I was free from porn for five months, from July, mm-hmm. well, from from June thirteenth, day before my birthday, mm-hmm. to November thirteenth on the dot. Mm-hmm. All it took was for one really bad day, mm-hmm. one really bad thought. Mm-hmm. And that led to the devil coming in and saying, "Hey, you know what used to help you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm back." I'm talking about like reading Bible every day, applying the Bible in my life. Yeah. But when it comes to that area, it's like struggle, struggle. I think that's that's where you're being tested at the most, though. Like once you get over that test, like I feel like once you get over those hard tests, it could be porn, weed, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Once you get over those like really, really, really hard battles, I think you're good. I think, I think, I think, I think you be, I think you'll see like not only a change in your life, but the ripple effect of it. Like the change in your brother's lives, the change in your mom's lives. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a ripple effect. It's definitely a ripple effect, bro. But change is hard and you cannot do it by yourself. No, I do not agree that you could change. You definitely need you need Jesus, Jesus for sure, and you need your village, the village that helped raise you. You know that village that they say, and that village don't have to be a village. It can be a village of one person. Yeah, it can literally be one person. Like my wife, she's very consistent. She's on. You're not doing that today. Nope, no, I'm not. No, all right, we're gonna have a good day. Yes, ma'am, we're gonna have a good day today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, and then, man. you know what I'm saying? And then, like, that's my person, like, checks and balances. Like, babe, I ain't gonna lie. Like, them kids got me today at work. And, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to do? Nah, we can't do that. Let's go ride bikes. All right, babe. Cool, we'll go ride bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of vibe. You know what I mean? Or what also helped me stop a lot, too, I was always in somebody's church on somebody's jobs. <laughs> That's what made I couldn't when, when, when I wanted to the most, I was on somebody's drums, bro. For real. And it was like, God, I just surrendered this to you. And I had to keep doing that, doing it, just surrendering it. Just surrendering it to and surrendering it to the point to where it was like it don't even it don't even cross my mind. I could be around it and smell it and be like, all right, I'm straight. Not for real. Like it don't even cross my mind now. Do you think God put you out of uh, certain environments? Yeah. Like, like, do you think like you stop take you you stop being offered certain gigs after after stopping? Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. how many like how many less gigs like how many less gigs do you do now? 
now, that aren't necessarily around. Yeah, bro. If I'm if my wife, yeah, because it's really it's really me and my it's it's God and then my wife. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I sit down with my wife and my wife is like, nah, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that. That's first red flag. You know what I'm saying? And then now, it's just more so. Like I'll take a gig, but like on breaks, instead of me hanging, I'll go to my car and chill. Or I'll go somewhere else and chill. So I'm not like around that. I'm actually the light in the room versus mm. the light joining the darkness and then I'm coming dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Mm-mm. I would say at least 25% of my work I just stopped doing because I can't I can't be in that environment no more. At least 25%. Bro. You can like the thing about Kai is he's always busy, mm-hmm. always busy. Not anymore. It's twenty five. But the crazy less busy. thing about it is though, I got busy doing other stuff. Buddy will be up. Buddy will be up to three, four in the morning, yeah, and still wake up two hours later, yeah. three hours later to go where he gotta go. Yeah. And I don't like me. I have a hard time waking up at five, and I just started waking up at five like three, like three, three weeks ago. <laughs> No, nah, bro. I, think, I sit at the edge of my bed like this. I think what it is for me, bro, is that basket. I think like that me like being a hooper. You know what I'm saying? And me really thinking I'm about to go to the league. I think that kind of like helped a little bit too. It kind of. I don't want to say like a competitive edge, but it, it's kind of like okay, somebody is somewhere practicing drums right now, or somebody is somewhere writing a song right now. Or somebody is somewhere doing something to invent to advance themselves. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not tired because I'm up, obviously. I'm just sitting here watching YouTube videos. I could be doing something productive to advance me to the next spot of where I'm trying to go. You know? Now it could be I could turn on a um so recently I've been watching um it's this drummer named J Rod, and I've been watching like how he uses uh certain compressions compressions to like mix his drums and stuff like that just so I can get a a better drum mix into one of the rooms I just moved my drums into you know what I'm saying and yeah I kind of been working on I've kind of like I'll get busy doing stuff like that you know I think if I'm being honest I think one thing I need to get back into mm-hmm. is cuz what I've established is and something I love now too is like if I'm home mm. I won't do any work mm. and the reason being is is because I had uh, I I did like four years of doing that mm. every time I was home I had to open up my laptop and finish something mm. I had to do school work I had to do this I had to do that did they and keep now, your mind off that now I'm in a period of time. Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is even with all that stuff I'm doing, it don't matter. Like something, ha- like that's what I'm saying. Like something in my life is going to, I, I don't know, like something's going to have to break. Mm-hmm. Something's going to have to come to a a stop and just be like, yo. And I think sometimes I just, this just came to me is like, sometimes it's like, I don't think I'm like, you know, I'm like insecurity too, mm. you know, especially I think a lot, a lot of the times it was insecurity, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been, I've been big pretty much, I've been a fat boy pretty much all my life, mm-hmm. you know, and 
it's up for like like freaking kindergarten to like second grade, like third grade. Mm-hmm. But like I've been like I've been big like my whole life. And mm. I think just I don't know. It, like something's gonna break. I know something's gonna break. And I feel it coming. And I just yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's really hard because it's it's right there. Yeah. It's all it's everywhere. In the content you watch and what God told me yesterday as I was what's funny is while they were doing crossing couch, I was uh typing in my journal on my phone. And um It's a handy app too, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, Apple. And um I was typing in my journal. And God basically told me, like, all this stuff I'm asking you to do, you've already done. But you've only done it for a short period of time. Losing weight, you did it for a year and a half. You got a girlfriend, and that's when you stopped. You felt like you've you've accomplished the goal because that's what you were originally doing it for. You were originally doing it so you could lose weight, so you could feel less insecure about yourself. You stop watching porn not because not because of God, but to obey your girlfriend. And now if you're being open, like that person's taken from you for a season. So now you're struggling because you're not getting physical intimacy. Or you're not, you're not, you don't have somebody there who can, uh, who you can hug and cuddle and be intimate with. Mm-hmm. And now, what what's funny is, thank you, God, is I wrote in my journal previously, you're using porn for intimacy, mm. and God is saying, I'm right here. You can be intimate with me. Not in a, obviously not in a sexual way, but in a way where you don't, like, you don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here for you. Okay. And it's, 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 it's really hard to think about because, like, I, it's, it's when God said that yesterday, like, it kind of scared me. Like, you've been there already. You've done the things I've asked you to do already. You're doing some of the things I'm calling you to do. You're doing one of the things right now in this moment is what God called you to do. And yet you keep letting this one thing, this one thing get in the way of that. And mark my words on this podcast Mm -hmm. and I'm being for real. This will be the year that I fully give up and full and like fully come into what God's calling me to do. And what God is calling me to do, God is calling me to he's calling me to teach. He's calling me to be he's calling he's calling me to teach in front of many. Preferably young and and I think that's what scares me the most. 
And I think that's why I keep running back to it because of I'm scared of what's going to happen. You know, I'm I'm just and God took away, you know, the person I love the most for a season for me to to really lean on him because I've never leaned on him by myself. You know, I've always had to have somebody tell me, hey, you need to read your Bible. Hey, you know, you're, you know, you're not living right. Hey, rather than me looking at myself and being like, hey, I'm not living right. Yeah. Now, now looking yourself in the mirror is hard. It's definitely hard. It's a hard thing to do. You're the hardest critic, you know. Yeah, bro. But Lou, I I pray your strength in the Lord for sure. And I'm going to do a better job as a friend of just keeping all, just keeping ourselves in line. I think we get, so I can't speak for y'all too, but for me, I get so caught up in what it is that I'm doing right then and there that I forget about everything else. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because what is right in front of me, that's what's like most important. And like a lot of the kids, especially when I'm at work, a lot of those teenagers, man, they have nothing, like nothing. And sometimes I have to be a, a dad. Sometimes I have to be a big brother. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes I have to be that male teacher. And then sometimes I have to be that that cool male role model. Then I have to be that basketball coach. You know what I'm saying? So we get so caught up into pouring into that. And I think this was this is what the problem is. We get so caught up into pouring into others, we forget to pour back into ourselves. We so forget we, to we, we forget to check in with God about ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So when our cup is empty, it's like, bro, like we don't even know our cup is our cup is empty until we're we find ourselves seven months going back, seven months of doing what we love, what we used to love. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, like, no, bro. No. No, 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 no. That can't be it. You can only be so, you can only be so selfless mm -hmm. until it starts to become selfish because now you're not thinking about yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You've been quiet over here, my boy. I've been listening. Yeah. When it gets to the point, I just listen. That's Devin's what I've like, learned. Devin's like, I don't married, go to I these listen things. to a lot of stuff. <laughs> tell him. Teach, you won't tell believe him. what happened today at work. Ooh. Oh, I'll believe it. Just tell me. Or and then it's not even. Or it's not even like you won't believe what happened. Or it, it just the conversation just starts, and they just be like, "Well, wait a minute. Where did this happen? At did this happen at work? Did this happen at where did this like go down at?" <laughs> <laughs> or, or or then like a whole new character will enter the story, yeah. and then you're like, wait, where did Tisha come from? Right, <laughs> right. And you start mixing people up. Was that was that person from Tuesday, or is that the person from Thursday? At this point, I just like for real, bro. That's crazy. That's exactly what I say. Oh, That's exactly what I say. Oh, so you really don't be listening? Well, no, I really do be listening to you, but. <laughs> Half of my brain is listening to you, and then the other half of my brain is figuring out who's about to win this basketball game. <laughs> the whole go through the whole thing, whole hey, range. Yeah. This. We love you. We love our wives. We love our wives. I don't have a wife. I can say without a doubt, <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened to me was get married. No, for sure. Because it, for sure, like. 
I'm, I'm not gonna out you, Kai. It, it, I love you too much. <laughs> I got a video for sure. A video of what? I'll show you later. Is it me saying something? Yep. Ooh. Ooh. You're in trouble. Definitely in trouble. Nah, I mean, but that, see, that's the thing. So, me and, so like, I don't know, since me and Kayla are like so young, and like a lot of people, they How come. How long have you been married, Kai? Going on five years this year. Yeah, bro. So, like, so since me and Kayla, we have like a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes our friends, they get to see like the worst side of our marriage sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's like what used to go down. You feel me? And me, like the first two years, um, for me, the first two years of marriage was the hardest year. The hardest years of marriage because I really didn't know like, one, the first year is like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I have a boyfriend, girlfriend. I really don't know what I'm doing. And then year two, it was like, okay, let me just start learning this person. You know what I'm saying? And then when you're learning somebody and you're trying to learn yourself and then going back to learning somebody else and then you're still trying to learn yourself and then that, once you feel like you have a grasp on that person, that person evolves more. And it's like, well, dang. Half of that is like, okay, this she's leaving me behind. You know what I'm saying? And then the other half is like, I need to catch up before I get left behind. And then the other half is like, oh, yeah, man, but she's still going to evolve again. So you need to, and it's like, I've always... In like the first two years of my marriage, I always felt like I was playing catch up. But the one thing that I wasn't doing was I wasn't communicating, wasn't asking my wife, hey, what do you like today? What, what do you feel like today? Or like when we would have a disagreement, I would automatically just blow up. Who you think talk to me? Talk to me. Now it's off real bad. All right, well, we can make it happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Like if I need to put my foot down on something, I'll put my foot down on something. You know what I'm saying? But like now is, babe, what you need? What can I help you with? Because I know, and whole happy wife, happy life, that's, yeah, part of that is true. But then the the other part of that is just more so like, okay, I know what make you tick. I know I can make you tick, but I'm not trying to make you tick. So let let me be the solution to your problem as quickly as possible before you get irritated trying to explain it to me. And then I get irritated explaining to you back that how you irritated me. What you're saying to me is irritating. Yeah. It's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. It's deep, bro. It's deep. It's deep because a person is forever evolving. Happy wife, happy life is not true if you're not happy. You're not happy. You have to be happy. You have to be happy too. Gotta be happy. See, me and Rachel, so. We we were dating like on and off for like three years, mm-hmm. and then literally in the car in in a car ride up to Orlando one time, I was just like, "What am What am I waiting for? Why don't I just like you know actually commit?" Hmm. So that's where it started, and then you know two three years after that, we got we got engaged, all that kind of stuff. And so our situation was different mm. because um, another story, I almost got a job at Elevation up in North Carolina. Word. Like I applied interviews, everything like mm-hmm. that. But I think the part that kind of took me out of the selection mm-hmm. was that at that moment in time, um, my 
well, white girlfriend at the time, my wife now, was staying with me and my parents. Jacking, jacking, jacking. Because of situations yeah. that came up. Situationships, yeah. She, sure. uh, she had moved out with her friend. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole agreement like, oh, well, we're going to pay half, you're going to pay half, yada, 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 that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And her friend turned it to, oh, well, me and my boyfriend are one person. so Or me and my boyfriend, yeah, are one person. So we're only going to pay half instead of doing a third, third, third. No, so you're not, you're not, you're not one until you say I do. So (laughs) once that happened and once they got thousands of dollars out of my wife, which was like money that her uncle had given her to save for college, Mm. it was like, like we, me and my parents went down there, literally took her out and everything. Like Mm. she was... She woke up there Friday morning, Friday night. She was sleeping in my house. Mm. But we, you know, we were separate, different rooms, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, option or, you know, times arise where it's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get you. But when like all that stuff, yada, yada. And then we got a house and we got married and everything like that. And once we got married, it took like a month, two months for it to like that in like I'm married now bro ah uh, this is different than what I'm yeah. used to a lot different because it it like I'm I'm still I'm still changing and I didn't really have like I don't I'm not comfortable with going to other people and asking for help mm-hmm. that's one of my big like I have to be able to do it on my own if I can't do it on my own then I'm not gonna do it mm-hmm but anyways, like it, it like it, it changed me to where like I turned into a mindset of like I can't just get by with coming home and just sticking to myself because now like in my eyes, well, the way that I see it, I'm the head of the house. I have to be the one that provides everything or as much as I possibly can because like that's how it is and for the first couple of months i wasn't i was just like you know coming home playing games going to sleep pretty much doing whatever but like as the time went on i can definitely tell that i've grown like i you might not be able to notice it but i've grown to where it's like i'm kind of trying to fill that role the best that i can just learning as i go because that's the best way i learn is just on my own learning and like now, like we have, like me and my wife, we have like this under this unspoken understanding. Like if she gets home from work and it wasn't a good work day, she, she sits on the couch, watches her TV, her TV show, whatever. I'll get her whatever she needs, and she just stays in her bubble. And like if I get home and I, it's like it was a rough day or there was like just too much happening, I'll walk in. You know, I'll say whatever I need to say. I'll grab my soda. I'll grab whatever. I'll grab my circle cup. Beautiful thing. And I'll sit down. I'll play video games for a couple hours. Like, that's that's how we wind down from the day. And then after that, you know, we'll spend our time together. But it's like the situation I'm in now... Like I've even, 
I've I I like what was it? It wasn't Monday. It was like Thursday or Friday or something like that last week. No. No, it was when we go to Five Guys. It wasn't this Sunday. It was last Sunday, right? Yeah. The day after I got home from work and I just like I completely just unloaded everything. Like so the situation that I have now is I have um my wife's family staying with us in a little like thousand square foot house. And you know, I did the uh, you know, I did this out of the kindness of my heart and I was like, you know what? They don't have anywhere else. And so now it's like every every day I'm like I'm fighting myself. It's like I'm doing it for a good cause. I just got to keep going and just keep doing this and doing this. And on the other side, it's like, well, it was only supposed to be this long and it's gone longer and this and this and this and this and this. And like I told like I I described like I told my wife, like. I I don't like being home like this doesn't feel like my house. My name's my name's everywhere on the house. My name's on the deed, on the paper, everything. This isn't my house. And I can't stand that. But I'm also, you know, I'm also at the crossroad where it's like, I'm nice. I'm too nice. I don't say no. But I can't, you know, it's family, so I can't really get rid of that thing. But yeah, like it's just, and this is like a little vent session. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that. Gotta edit this, bro. Like I, like I tell my wife like all the time, like I'm the head of the house. I know whatever I say is final, but I don't want to make the wrong decision and I get looked at bad for it. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I even tell her like all the time. If it comes to anybody else, at the end of the day. All that I'm focused on and all that I care about are me and you. Because I'm going to put me and my wife above other people in my family now. Because that's my family. So it's like, am I going to be mean? Am I going to be the person they don't like? Am I going to be the person that just sucks it up and suffers in the background to keep a smile on everybody's face? I would just say like one thing is we we had this conversation at five guys but i think a lot of things is is like being too nice is is when you're always saying yes to things people ask you to do and in the bible it says to let our yes mean yes and i know mean no and I think a lot of times it's we we neglect the word no because we're thinking about other people's emotions, which is completely fine, and you should. But for me, it's like it's like okay, now it's like I'm tired of. I would always hinder myself of oh, what's this person gonna think of me if I do this or if I say no. What's this person gonna think of me if I say yes? What's it? You know, what like what if they talk about me behind my back because I I say no 
to something that they want me to do. And for me, it's like, okay. If I if I say no to something, I, I mean no. Like, I'm not doing it. If I say yes, okay, yes. But I'm very, very more, I would say, cautious with, with when I say yes now. Because when you say yes to a lot of things, then people start taking advantage of you. Give them an inch and they take a mile. That is so true. Because you can't, like, that's why, like, a lot of people who have yes men around them, like, your life is just, sadly, your life is just fake. Because, like, people are just, you're constantly having people tell you, yeah, you're doing great. When really? You're doing horrible. Horribly. I think that's one of the reasons why I go to Orlando every week. Just so I can be reminded that I still have work to do. It's hard to do that around here. Yeah. Like for real. God, wife, family, right? In your household, God, you and your wife. Now, of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, like don't just shun our way because she's your wife and Whatever you say is final. Don't shun her away. Not saying that you do do that. Because her input, a woman's input, is always best because they think months, miles ahead. They miles, just think different. Yeah, bro. They think eons ahead. We don't want to admit it, but they're smarter than us. They, she, she's thinking eons ahead. Like, okay, eventually I'm going to have this man's child. Now, will he be able to do this? Will he be able to do that? Those are the, those are the thoughts. So I would say... One thing my wife gets on me all the time is like praying together, being evenly yoked. You know what I'm saying? Worship in the same spot. Now, right now, me and my wife don't worship in the same spot. And it's like, I don't want to say it's bothering me because I understand that the mantle that we both have, you know what I mean? So the things that we do to kind of like stay evenly yoked is we pray. To, one thing that we do for sure is pray together. That eliminates a lot of arguments too. And then we like, read together as well but more so reading of like oh did you hear about what jonah did to such and such and such and such, and such, and such like kind of like telling a story like we just watched a tv show so that's you know like commune with your wife you know what i'm saying and i feel like a lot of things for you because this is year year two in the middle of two yeah, in the middle of two you still learning each other bro we still learning each other like i feel like i've been married to my wife for five years and i'm still learning who she is Still to this day. Now, don't get me wrong. Five years is not a long time compared to, like, other marriages that I compare my marriage to. You know what I'm saying? I try not to compare my marriage to the other marriages. Well, that was, something, to, but, that was something that I, that, I, that I squashed out of her real fast. Yeah, bro. Was that she was always, like, she would always compare our relationship with other people's relationship. Like, I would be busy doing, like church stuff or i would mm -hmm. be busy doing other stuff during the weekends or throughout the week yeah. and she would be like oh well so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that and so-and-so did this and i said okay and that's not us yeah, why would you why would you make yourself feel bad or make us look bad because these other people did something mm. that 
you know, like yeah, if there's pros and cons of being married young, bro. Remember, you this person is still trying to find themselves as well. You know what I'm saying? So like, well, I'd much rather do it with somebody at my side than do it by myself. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because if I did it by myself, for I wouldn't sure. be here. Sure. I would not be sitting right here right now. Yeah. I can tell you that 100%. I'd be at home playing video games. Yeah. I thought you were going darker than that. No, I feel that. I feel that. It gives you something to look for. <laughs> this is why this podcast needs to be edited. You cannot post this like this. <laughs> yes, I can. No, you can't. You can see the torrent podcast. Oh, my God. This is going to be wild. This is it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. You know what? You know what? We have to we have to understand. We have to really, to be honest with you, we have to stop catering to people because if we keep catering to people, things aren't going to things aren't going to be said. And there's a lot of things we said today that need to be said. Yeah, for sure. A lot of things, like for everything we said today, needs to be said. Yeah, for sure. But I don't Heck, know why. what was it? The first week where we talked about mental mental illness and all that kind of stuff. This man, Devin, said... And oh, I quote, said ADHD, AD, all that kind said, of stuff is just in somebody's head. That It's not real. I don't remember any of that stuff growing up. And then all of a sudden, it pops out of nowhere. What do you think about that? Ooh, that's kind of tough. Because I got... Believe it or not, bro, I have a, a slow... You have ADHD. No, I have a slight learning disability. You have ADHD, too. Nah, bro. I don't think Ooh. it's ADHD. My you wife's sister like, has... You sitting here for this long is wild to me. Nah, bro. It's I didn't not... even hold you. No, I'm because I'm occupied. I'm definitely occupied. That's what it is. But if Kai... Ka... No, even when Kai is occupied, he got to stand up. Like, you ever see him play drums? He can't sit down no, for a long time. He'll stand up. He'll stand up in the middle... I am the size of a building. He'll stand up in the middle of playing. No, for real. Because my knees, man... You are told, but needs getting there. But like my my wife's sister has something. I don't know what it is. And my wife's brother also has something. Her younger brother. Mm -hmm. And like I'll find myself Mm -hmm. like in my head. They'll do something that's like associated with it. And in my head, I'm like, suck it up. What are you doing? Okay. First off, never don't stop saying that because prime example is. One time, so a kid at the school, he uh, he hurt himself, like he hit he hit his head, and everybody was just like, "Ah oh, man, suck it up, man, just suck it up. You good? You a man?" And I'm just like, "No, let that man feel his emotions." Well, no, it's not like emotion stuff. It's like, like sensitivity to crowds and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, so like, no, nah, I think that's that that that's a real thing. Yeah, that's a, that's it's a, a sensory it's, yeah. it's a sensory issue. Yeah, I, I don't, but I don't know. it's like, like how certain people can't stand certain smells. Yeah, but as far as like, I can only speak on what I know. I'm not gonna speak on something that I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, as far as like the ADHD goes, I think it's more so a thing to where it's like, yeah, a person has a, a disorder, but like, bro, the God that we serve, dog. He is almighty and all-powerful, bro. Dude, I have a learning disability, right? I graduated high school and I graduated college with a learning disability. Like, I I can remember plays. I can remember songs. I know how to drive. These are all things that the doctors was like, yeah, bro, he might not come out of elementary school. Like, bro. Now look at me now. You know what I'm saying? So Still in elementary school. Now he's on a podcast. (laughs) 
too big. <laughs> nah, you know, I heard my stripes, man. Hey, bro, college was a college was a thing. Okay. College was hard, bro. College was really hard, man. I wouldn't know every time I go deep into college, I, I college leave. Is a thing, because college especially is, no, what's funny is what's funny is look, look, listen, listen, listen. I had all intentions of staying in full sale. Really? I had all intentions. You can still go back. No. So here's the reason why, right? Why I'm interested. I'm telling you. Let, let me tell you. So I Devin tells me he's like, he's like, hey, by the way, if you fail a class and they let you retake it, after you take it again, and if you don't fail, you cannot retake it. And I go, okay. So what's funny is I failed the next class. Mm. And I'm like, all right. So I get another chance. I fail it again. And mm. me thinking, I'm like, oh, dang, now I got to pick a whole new major. All right, let's, instead of graphic design, let's go do music production now. Because, you know, that's another thing I'm good at. And they gave me a third attempt on the class. But what was crazy is, is I was like, I prayed to God. I was like, God, I ain't got the time for this. Mm. Two, you got me starting this job in August. I definitely ain't going to have the time for this. Mm. I'm going to have two jobs at the time, a girlfriend and everything else. And I'm like, you expect me, you, you're going to expect me to, to be a full-time student as well? Taking mm-hmm. month a new class every month? Yeah. Yes. Because all things are possible. Yes. No. All things are possible. Yes. No, bro. Yes, bro. When your mind is yes. Okay. Yes, bro. Okay, I can't. Kai. Uh-uh. Kai. Uh-uh, B. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Let me put you on game. You ready? Put me on game. When you're constantly doing things that are distracting you right. from... From spending time with God, yeah, God's going to take something out of your life. He's going to take something out of your life, but I don't think He would make bro, you quit something. But God literally told me, "Until you stop going to school, for real." Wow, you'd be surprised. You'd be God surprised said one, one day. Brian told me, "Man, this full sale. I like full sale. This is pretty cool." The next day, he's like, "Yeah, full sale ain't for me." <laughs> Nah, man. Hey, hey, Lord. Listen, bless me, bless me, bless me with the with the immunity the amenities that no. wholesale bless people. No, with. God, so put, God, God put me in full sale to get a free MacBook and a free iPad, and I was out. <laughs> Lord put me through school. Bro, I got that. a free MacBook, free iPad, free like gaming computer. It's not what? even that. It was it, it was the fact of like. It, was it wasn't fun. free. You had to pay something. Well, fast arm and a leg. Fast pay for that. I just regrew it. I'm telling you, I'm a starfish. What is the down payment to even qualify to get those things from them? No, nah, it was just in. It's part of the tuition. It's part. It's part of the tuition. So it's pretty much like the. It's like the thing you pay first. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's a couple racks, man. Yeah. That's a couple racks. But no, like, God literally was like, like, you know, you're already in the position. You don't need to. Just God. Why are you looking in the camera? What are you squinting at? I was trying to look for a time. A time? Yeah, it's been. You just looked at your phone. 
Yeah. Don't say what time it is. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. It's five in the morning. But no. I'd be at work. Wake up to fight for my ass. But but what's crazy is though, is that every morning I wake up at five, and on Sundays it's the worst. But it's honestly the best because I get to touch in with God, and then I go to church, and at my church we have two services at nine a.m. and ten forty-five. No way he's plugging. Make sure you invite somebody this Sunday. Come to church this Sunday. Especially this Sunday, we got a panel. Ooh. This Sunday, it's Ooh. gonna have four people on it. Bo Bodi Bo, Bo 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 I'm sorry. I'm sleepy, y'all. It's that time for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's that time. Anyway, it's that time. This guys. is um. This is probably our longest podcast. It's probably longer than the Caleb podcast. Ease in my We've mind. Been averaging an hour. Gyra. I'm sorry. You are enough. Forever enough. You're always enough. You're more than enough. But shit, man. I'm I'm Kai Tall Turner. You can catch me at on Instagram, Kai Tall Turner. Facebook, Kai Turner. Uh TikTok. Kaisu I have Turner. never heard somebody. Hold on, you just plug your Facebook. That's what I'm about to say. YouTube. You old. <laughs> Kai Turner. You of the elderly. If you don't have a Facebook, you're not okay. You want me to explain this Facebook thing to you? Oh my gosh! I can break it down. I can break it down. I can break it down. You can break it down next time you're on Facebook. the podcast. No, bro. So you got to remember, people that spend money, like real money, they're on Facebook. I'm for real. Okay. Sell a product to one of somebody's auntie or something like that on Facebook and watch her run and tell that and watch how your product. My problem is I don't make things for people's aunties. <laughs> well, I do. Shirts, hoodies, sweaters, <laughs> clothes, socks. I've never seen you make a hoodie in your life. Never made, never seen you make a hoodie in my life? Never. I'm... I've never designed a hoodie. You you didn't see my seven seven two gorilla drum hoodie. Oh okay. Let's be let's me know let's me know let's me know. I never seen that. You never seen it? It's gray. Nah. It got the logo that you designed for me on the back, really 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 big, and then it got the Fort Pierce coordinates on the front. I designed that. You made the logo. I designed it. So you hear that, guys? I designed it. No, he made the logo. I designed the hoodie. I designed the hoodie. Me. Anyway. Isn't designing something saying where it should go? I don't know. Oh my gosh. We each really? had your breath. Hey. Are you, <laughs> are you looking for advice from me? Look at what I'm wearing. A green shirt in bright red pants. Christmas colors. I'm the last person to be asking for advice. No, 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 no. I just saw your brother in you just now. It was, yeah. Your brother, bro, is really cool, bro. He looks like me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, does he? Does he still have his facial hair? Did you, Did he grow it all the way out? No. No. <sighs> now, nah, what's funny about Devin and Keegan? They used to hate each other. What? Like, like, like borderline fist fight every time I saw them. But they're so y'all so far apart. But now they're so cool. Six with each years. Other. 
Six years. So you was six and you was zero. Keegan told me. Keegan told me the other day it took them. He said it took them twelve to thirteen years to actually become brothers. And he's and he's seventeen. And you are twenty-two. They. That's a good age gap, though. That's a good age gap because you were kind of like semi in the house when he was like young. So he could kind of like see you go through certain things. I was always out doing stuff. Oh, yeah. See. When he when he hit like 11, 12, I was always out doing stuff or like at the church or stuff like that because yeah. I would be You're like 19, 20. I'd be time, like right? 17, something like oh, that. Yeah. So I was working at the church. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the class in conversation. I'm Brian. I'm too tall. You're supposed to wait your turn. Oh, I go last? Yeah. Start over, start over. All right, we'll do it again. again. This is the Crossing Conversation. I'm Brian. And I'm Kai. (laughs) Bro, sorry, that was... Okay. All right. This is the (laughs) Crossing... What? So, this is the Crossy Conversation. I'm Brian. I'm Devin. And I'm too tall. <laughs>